Reporting live from the Black Cave. All eyes to the Z. All the way back out here. 100% all the way out here. This is Digital Good Times 2020 edition. I go by the name of Small Eyes with a Z. Shout out to my brothers, Tris Tris, Jack P. Shout out to wonderful, beautiful Indy Moon, just birthed, and beautiful sister Nicole. Squad season out here. Shout out to the whole Digi tribe. Shout out to the whole, you know what I mean? Just, just everywhere. You know, this is my first broadcast live from, again, the Black Cave, you know, the Command Central. And so, you know, you see the top, you see it right there. The metaverse and you. 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 You see what I, you see what I did? Do you see that? You know, but, but I do think, oh, I do think it deserves some round of applause. Us being back in the place to be. Again, a shout out to my brothers and partners, uh, Digital Good Times OGs. I want to start the show off by saying that we are expanding and growing. Shout out to the DigiTribe. If you don't know what that is, DigiTribe is anybody who's a part of our expanded digital and physical community. Our main space right now currently is Facebook group. But we're expanding. Our Discord will be uh, restructured very soon. And we have a lot more to come in that regard. You'll see me plug and do many plugs during the show. We'll also be talking about the Teachable platform, which we will be building out. Also, let's also add another announcement that coming very soon to a theater near you, or I should say a a streaming device near you, is Digi Good Training, a.k.a. Digi School, a.k.a. Digi Training. People been asking for it. We did a poll within the platform, in the group, in the DigiTribe, asking people what they want. And people been asking, you know, yo, man, you a, you a podcast Jedi, blah, blah, blah. I want to know how you do it. I'm building that out very soon. And also, I have a course for, on Web3 and music, NFT minting, and just that experience is being iterated. So you're getting it fresh off the press. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you, you know what I'm saying? But what? You know? Getting it fresh, fresh, right off pressy press, you know. So let's just get into it. What you trying to get into? What you trying to start right now? You know, let's talk about this. Let's just get into the content. You know what I mean? Because that's what y'all came for. You know, I could plug all day. I could talk about this and talk about that. And by the way, you know, again, I'm in the command center, so I'm multitasking. I got my screens to the left and to the right of me. You know, forgive me. You know, part of my French Montana, 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 man. Again, this is a, this is, this is, this is new. This is a new vibe. So the music biz, Bandcamp, and TikTok is going up. What does that mean? What, what, what are we talking about? Well, the RAA just announced something crazy. I'm going to read this. See, you look at this. We got stuff right here. You can read this and you can follow along. The RAA, which is basically the recording industries, like, reporting space and they control how things are doled out and they're a conglomerate and they they're a big powerhouse they reported that the music industry hit its first highest ever record of 15 billion recorded music revenue and where'd that come from because the artists ain't seeing 15 billion nothing 
Where'd that come from? As we see here, it says pay subscriptions, ad supported streaming services, digital and customized radio, Facebook ads, etc. TikTok got 24% last year. And then, you know, they say the other accounting uh, to get to that 15 mil, 15 bill, excuse me, is like vinyl sales have gone up, etc. So the industry is booming and thriving, except artists are not, which is ass sauce, you know what I mean? Which is like, you know, pure, 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 pure doo doo. Take it down. Take it down. Take it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not popping. And what, what I think is kind of interesting is that we're seeing the distribution channels be disrupted right in front of our fucking eyeballs. And so that's what we're dealing with. That's what, that's what we're getting into. And how is it, how are we, how is it evolving? Let's look at some of the players. Uh, again, just reading a little, little bit of the quotes, cause you can see it here. If you're watching visually, which again, we're stepping our visuals up on the YouTube, the digital good times, YouTube channel. You can actually follow along and see some of these talking points. But two big shakeups, right? Epic Games, aka Fortniteville, aka they got the Unreal Engine. So, you know, on some on some really real shit, they really kind of innovated and changed the video game industry with their engine. So they are some change agents, but they have a penchant or a record for being pretty bad to their employees and having some kind of shrewd business tactics. But it's fucking capitalism. So I mean, we know what it is. Anyway, they just caught Bandcamp. Now, me personally, it hit me in the chest hard because I'm a Bandcamp diehard. If anybody is familiar with the Small Eyes discography or Small Eyes music, you know, which a lot of y'all on Digi Tribe Bar, because y'all community, y'all fam, y'all squad, this gang, y'all already know what it is, you know. Bra ta ta. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a job. That just means it's real deal. Let's get spooky out here how we get into this, how we give it up in this music. Uh, that's where the bulk of my catalog has resided for the last six or seven years. I intentionally decided not to put it on DSPs because it's a game. It's a fucking sham. And I think it devalues your content. Just me personally. So most of my catalog, 95% of my catalog right now, which if you want to go big plug right now to check it out, you can go to small eyes with a Z.com to check out the entire small eyes catalog from uh, 2002 to now. Hits, smashes, incredible bars. But Bandcamp has been my space. I've made some money, yeah, found and discovered some incredible people. So it's close to my heart. It's close to us indie underground hearts. You know what I mean? And I know y'all feel me those listening in. So this hit hard because now it's a fundamental shift. So we're dealing with a lot of disruption and paradigm shifting. It's a fundamental shift in the fact that Epic Games being who they are, they are buying Bandcamp so that they can now have a new creative creator ecosystem that they can speak to. And it even says uh, in their in their model that they want to build an ecosystem that's going to allow players within the games, allow for direct pipelines for music distribution distribution. So there's a positive in this, but it's going to change the entire concept of where Bandcamp came from, which is straight from the mud. A Radiohead's concept of pay what you want, right? Made it so that we keep that money in our pockets. They're saying that it's going to be, you know, for the creative. And we just have to see as time, you know, will will let us know. But one of the other talking points about the other major big dog, that being, of course, TikTok. And, you know, I got some visuals too, just where you can see, you know, these, these are the companies we talk about right here. Unreal Engine, Crazy. 
Bandcamp, man. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm scared, but I think that at the end of the day, artists are gonna be able to benefit if we can finagle the same way we can in the Web three space. Web three episode coming soon. Like we about to hit these off the press now that we got it in the gym. We got our gym in the gym. You know, if you get what I'm saying, you get what I'm saying. Then uh, we gonna have a lot more of this content coming to you easier, soon, clean, crisp, all that good stuff. But TikTok, yeah, just announced uh, Sound On. If you're not familiar with that, Sound On is essentially going to allow you to directly distribute almost like it's a tune core, TikTok's tune core. But what's insane is most of the music that's popping is relevant now is popping on TikTok. So to be able to distribute directly into this pipeline is pretty smart. Um, and it looks like you got to apply. I looked at that. I went to the app, went to the website. You got to apply. You got to show your ID. Like they're doing all that identification. I believe the distro kid and them do the same thing. So this, this is a good look, honestly, but it's showing how the distribution pipelines are changing radically in our face. It used to just be TuneCore, CD Baby. Now it's TikTok is pretty much going to be the main pipeline for most current up and coming young motherfuckers for sure. But definitely anybody who wants to be within the relevant music space of the stratosphere, you know, unless you want to just stay underground. But guess what? Underground ain't underground no more because Bandcamp just got bought by one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. You know what I'm saying? At least one of them. And in the top 20 at least. So the whole shit is up for grabs. You feel me? You smell me? You know what I'm saying? So we just wanted to dive into that and talk about why we are in some real strange times. But as you, if you're an artist, musician, person in this space, it's important to pay attention. It's important to mo leverage as many of these platforms as you can. That makes sense. We know that the DSPs are garbage ass juice. So if TikTok is trying to make sure that they can create a better pipeline and say you keep 100% of your royalties, we'll see how those payouts are going to pan out. We know that Bandcamp claims to continue to be the champion for the underdog, underdog and indie artist. And because they know that, they can't really fuck up the formula too much because there's so many of us that are that are attached to it unless they're going to be trying to build and create a whole new market share within that space, which is possible. But I think that they're not going to rock the boat for too quickly. However, if they do, guess what? If you're like, man, I don't want to be behind none of these. I want my own shit. Web three, web three is where it's at. We're going to talk more about it. I'm just teasing you. I'm going to talk more about it because again, I have some coursework coming in and that's going to be even more of a segue into our main guest later on within the show, within the program, the good brother Earl representing black owned NFT. He's going to chop it up with us and talk about his coursework, how inspired, what inspired him to want to build and create an education tool within the metaverse space, why he thought it was so important. And it's some real potent stuff, man. I sat through the whole thing. It's incredible. I recommend it. If you don't got time to go through and digest all this internet stuff, it's great. We we talk about it in the segment. We'll dive deep into that. But uh, yeah, man, we out here survival scrolling. Y'all know what it is. It's just me out here. You know what I mean? In the command center, in the black cave, going off. And you know what I'm saying? You know what it is. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many man. things. Just thinking about so many things. I'm just looking at this soundboard trying to see, you know. He's on fire! He's heating up! Yeah, we're, you're just going to get random sounds. It's fine totally fine and it's okay with the dead air as well that we 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 in the vibe we in the zone you know what i mean so let's keep it moving keep 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 it keep it moving uh i'm gonna use this 
Anytime it's like shenanigans, man, I'm, a, I'm normally going to play that. So here we go. Next segment. NFT's going light speed champion. You don't know who that is. You know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Maybe you do. Shout out to Blood Orange, Lightspeed Champion. One of my favorite artists from that era, that iteration of the of this talented young, I mean not young, talented musician, incredible. Anyway, I'm ranting. NFT's going Lightspeed Champion and the government's response to Web3. As I mentioned before, Web3 is an expansive and 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 in a large degree a complex subject we're going to dive deep into in future episodes and building out some education tools for y'all. But just short to say that it's a paradigm shift for everything that you know, have come to know as far as this current version of the internet, right? Man, that's fine, man. Things got to change, right? You know, things got to grow and change. So don't, don't, don't be scared. Don't be scared. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't be scared. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyways, I'm still weird. Uh, so let's talk about what's going on again. NFT's going crazy. What they're saying right now, I'm going to really just be with these talking points here. That's why I got them here so I can talk through it. First, big thing, we mentioned, I allude to it in my segment, again, with the good brother Earl, but NFTs are the popularity as far as like Google searching and all that they're saying is going down. But as far as these acquisitions, they're going fucking nuts. And I wanted to highlight Yuga Labs, Yuga is essentially the top dog, even though TDE's not necessarily the top dog anymore, but, you know, it's it's whatever. No shots. Good good people over there. But Yuga Labs is the people behind CryptoPunks and Bored Ape. You can see the imagery here. Yes, yeah, see, see, see that stuff here. You can't see it if you were listening to the podcast, but you're watching the video, the vidya, you know what I'm talking about. And basically, they just bought... Board Ape, which is what we're talking about. Board Ape is the top dog, right? They're the, they're the crim dollar crim. They're the Balenciaga. They're the whatever the fuck you want to say, right? They bought crypto punks, right? So that's basically like McDonald's buying Burger King. And I'm simplifying it, but it's to say this space is getting out of control. This acquisition uh, was like two billion, two billion. Each one of these, uh, so you know, Crypto Punks. I'm sorry, Crypto Punks has a two billion acquisition. Board Apes has a billion dollars worth of uh, purchasers, and and they're essentially going insane, right? So this is just to give you one big concept of Board Ape, which is the top dog, is consolidating the Yuga Labs company and buying out everything that's big and profitable in this NFT digital art space. And so when people look up in a couple months and a year and they're like, dang, why is Yuga Labs dominate everything? It's because they were doing it while people were still on the fence. And again, it's mainstream, but people are still on the fence of whether or not this is a scam. Is this not? It's, it's, I mean, the game's changing in front of your eyes. You don't have to want it to change, but it's changing. And you can either accept it or you can deny it, but it's happening. And why you say that? Oh, let's look at this transition. This is a, a, I think I have a, do I have the one? Oh, man. That's what I'm just going to get. Where is it? I had to do that to say this is the transition into why it's real, right? So, Mr. 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 Joe, you can't see him. I'll, I'll get out the way. You see him right there. My point, my point right there. You can see this is in the video, but you're hearing 
That's Mr. Joe Biden or Joseph Byron, as they as he's known in the streets, Joseph Byron, uh, Joe Byron. Just put an executive order out. And this is what it says. Digital assets, including cryptocurrencies, have been seen explosive growth in recent years, surpassing a three trillion market cap last November and up from 14 billion just five years prior. 16% of adult Americans, approximately 40 milli, have invested, traded, or used cryptocurrencies. Fun fact, they're saying that black and brown people are actually some of the largest early adopters. So contrary to popular belief, we out here getting into this. But we need more of us. We got to be more. We got to multiply. You know what I'm saying? On some baby kids shit. That's OG reference. Maybe you get it. Whatever. Uh, over 100 countries are exploring digital currency opportunities. So it's real. So with this signing... This new executive order by Joseph Byron officially directs federal agencies to implement a strategy for policies and regulations on digital assets. So all this is saying is that they're going to create a pipeline now that is relevant. They can't put it to the side no more. It's Russia, Ukraine stuff, people using crypto in that space. And that's both sides being able to use it. You could say, you know, that's a neutral thing that, you know, Good, the good guys and bad guys, even though we ain't going to get into that politics shit, man. That's, that's another channel. You can go check that out at another channel if you so like. However, we say all this to say it's real out here. It's getting realer. Every analyst about this executive order says it's going to be positive. It's going to allow for more validity. Because, again, as you understand and dive deep into the complexities of Web3, it's decentralized by its ethos, which means that not just one person can just start fucking around with shit. That's what it's designed for. They call it the state. I'm going to throw a little jewel. The state, or let's just call that the platform that could be Google, et cetera, Facebook. They own and control everything we do through that. All we can do is log in, plug in, plug out. Web3 breaks that shit apart. You could build it and you could control it, you can manage who plugs in, and everybody else could have access if you want to make it community-based. It's a complete rearranging and restructuring of the status quo in this digital marketplace and in just this digital stratosphere. That's how real this shit is. Yeah, I'm survival scrolling now. You know what I mean? So the government knows that. That's why we, okay, we got to pay attention to this now. Now you got people like Elizabeth Warren who's, you know, what is what it, whatever, what is what it is. She's trying to put more stringent, th uh, you know, regulations on things she doesn't really understand. And that's a whole different conversation. But when it comes to what this order is going to do, it's, it's big. It's big. So it's going to have ripple effects, which means the space is going to continue to now expand now that the U.S. government is putting validity behind regulatory. That means that not every maybe Yuga Labs in the future can't buy crypto punch. You can't get a monopoly like that. That's what it would mean that there's going to be at least some controlled measures in it. You know, it's the Wild West right now. It can't be the Wild West forever for people to get more adoption, for more to come in, for this to be more fluid. Again, beyond just the financial space, which is what Web3 in general, that's what the buzzword, buzzword. You know, take a shot when you see me say that shit. Uh -huh. So anyway, man, it's real out here. Let's, again, get into the vibes of, you know. Batman, Black Man. That should be a new movie, Black Man. Or maybe it should do Blank Man, too. I don't know, man. Again, Byron out here. 
That's the Yuga Labs OpenSea. I got some Vizzy, uh, you know, again, Vizzy's for y'all. That's why I like to call visuals Vizzy's. Is that unnecessary? Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, as we move on, we got a good chance to chop it up with the good brother Earl, and I can't wait for y'all to check this out. Vibe and enjoy and soak this up again. We out here trying to create experiences that empower but also allow for reciprocity for everybody to get a piece and to eat and that's one thing that this teachable platform allows and that's why i'm proud to announce that the digital good times digi good school digi good training will be available and be uh, experienced through the teachable platform again i'm excited we got a lot of content coming for y'all later within the next few months and uh it's going to be designed to help y'all go to the next stage of what you want to do whether it's podcasting NFT, you name it, we're going to have a lot of different things for you. So I'm excited, but check my brother Earl out, man. Revive him. You know what I mean? I told you I was bringing somebody special for this episode as we dive deep in to the caverns of the metaverse. And this segment is, you know, the metaverse and you and me, you and I versus the metaverse, you oh, know, no. and who are the hue? Hue? We are the hue. We are the humans. I ain't going to take it there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to woke brother. You, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, I got somebody special with me, man. The good brother, Earl Thomason. Yes, sir. Uh, and the good brother is, uh, wears many, many hats. It has many, many, many talents. But one of the things that I want to speak to, he's an entrepreneur, a philanthropist and a creative that founds and managed the black owned NFT foundation group, uh, the foundation of freedom. Uh, I got introduced to him through a mutual friend and I sat in on the sessions that became his teachable education platform. And right. I'm excited for him to talk about that and why this is so important and why we want to bring this to y'all in particular, Digi Tribe, Digi Good Times community, because we know it's a lot of people that's either confused or on the fence about why this metaverse space is important and crucial right. and why it's moving kind of at the speed of light. You know what I mean? So, you know, we got some visuals as you can see here. You know, they got this in uh, the Zoom, Zoomy Zooms. And we Zoomy Zooming while we <laughs> podcasting. You know, again, we live direct from the Black Cave, not the Bat Cave, which I haven't even seen it yet, that movie. Maybe it's good. People say it's good. But mm, it's- I, I'm not going to dive into that. Yeah, but- we ain't going to get into it. We ain't going to get into it. But yeah, man, uh, I'm really, really honored to have this brother on. Um, one of the things, again, he talks about in this platform, the Black-owned NFT platform, uh, is that NFTs, cryptocurrency, and the metaverse provide an opportunity to either help close the racial wealth gap, i.e. that building equity, growing equity, sustainability for the future, or widen it and make it like, you know, Buzz Lightyear out of here for us not being able to ex- have access to these really unique and important uh, spaces. So it's it's important to to dive into what was the ethos behind you wanting to create that. But before that, just a little bit about yourself, man. Tell the people who you are and kind of what brought you into not only the NFT space, but the kind of community building space. Hey, man, first and foremost, thank you for having me. I appreciate you opening up your platform to keep the conversation going, brother. Um, So, yeah, about me, man, I am. First and foremost, my, my background wasn't tech, right? This wasn't something that was like, you know, this in my, my alley. Um, I come from a creative agency background. I was a partner at a creative agency. We did social impact campaigns. Um, and quite frank, did a lot of great work throughout the country. But I said, I want to focus my energy on my community, um, especially from an economic lens. So I started a nonprofit called Foundation of Freedom. 
a lot of great work with the nonprofit, a lot of money donated to Black-owned businesses and stuff we did during the pandemic that, was, um, that I'm proud of. But I started to see um, NFTs go crazy. And I already knew about crypto. I was investing in crypto a little bit. But when I saw the NFT craze, ironically, I was talking to my partner and I'm like, yo, before I found out, I'm like, yo, we need to figure out how to make digital assets unique. Like, how do we actually show ownership and kind of bring the value up? Because I had a lot of friends who are creators. I'm like, yo, a lot of people do a lot of work digitally and we kind of normalize the idea of just posting on Instagram. So we need to figure something out. And NFTs were getting popular around the same time. So when I figured out what it was, and so the crazy around it on Clubhouse um, and Twitter and all these platforms, I'm like, mm-hmm. and we learn about it. Fast forward, a year goes by and I kind of got all this knowledge, not kind of, I got all this knowledge that I have, not realizing like, as I'm talking to my friends, they're getting overwhelmed because they have full-time jobs. They have um, this interest in investing, but they're just learning how to do options trading. They're learning how to do currency exchange, learning how to do regular investing, right? So when you get to one bar, you feel like the whole system is raising the bar and that's another level. And if you have a family, you got kids, it just seems overwhelming. So I said, you know what, let me create a platform that allows us to quickly come and feel um, like it's curated for us, Black community, and that uh, it's it's comprehensive, where you don't have to go do what I did, which is hours of research naturally, and you know, searching different platforms. It's there, um, and, and it's also something I should understand, because it's coming from somebody that looks like you, that talks like you. So we created Black on NFT um, with the education as the forefront, but then also wants to understand how we can organize our community to invest together. Um, and we did that. So we uh, were able to, to purchase a plot of land in Sandbox. Uh, we raised $20,000 in like a week and did that. So that was that was huge. Um, and then I started the course, the course on Teachable. Launched in February, but all of January, we actually did a week. Every week we did on a Wednesday, um, yeah. a live course for free for yeah. about 80 something registrants. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's what I've done, man. And I, like I said, I pivoted quickly into tech, just understanding how this can be something that benefits our community. And then also realizing that there's going to be a need to learn quickly. Um, and we have to have folks that look like us teaching it. 100,000 trillion percent. And right. yeah, again, we we reporting live from the interwebs. We in a digital, we in the digital Zoomy Zoom. We in a Zoomy verse, but there's many verses. What y'all going to find out is that multiverse is real. These concepts you're saying in these movies, I ain't gonna take it there because again, I'm, I'm not gonna survival scroll for y'all. But uh, y'all, y'all, y'all have already gotten this. Again, when we got to this segment, this is later on in the show. I've already been survival scrolling and spitting, spitting that hard shit. But oh yeah, we we curse on there. We're explicit. It's, you know, we're free form. We're free yeah. people on. We're free people on here, man. <laughs> we're free adults on here. Um, but the multiverse is real, right? In a in a, in a metaphysical sense, in a, in a physics sense, we can talk about that, whether that's the case or not. I believe we've been in a parallel universe or we switched universes, I think, maybe 20 years ago. They call it the Mandela effect. I ain't going to take it there. But I think that there's some a little bit of truth to that about the realities that we experienced when we were like, you know, 20 years ago doesn't mm. feel like it's the same reality. It really literally doesn't. And you can say that figuratively because the technology changed us and our lives have changed, but I believe it to be like on a, in a physical way. In a digital sense, however, to get to the point of the multiverse, metaverses, there is multiple metaverses being created in front of your eyes right now. And so in order for us to even understand how to build in that space, we have to understand what is that space. Right. Right. And so this is why this episode is really just going to be more of a companion piece to the previous episode, which I know we we've been out. We've been we've been out the game for a little bit, but we had to put we had to put this work in. We had to be kind of restructure and rebuild 
And the previous one, we had the good brother Kwame. Shout out to the good brother Kwame, who's now working for Time Magazine since that episode as their Afrofuturism uh, lead and NFT lead. You know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, DigiTribe out here doing, doing real things for the people and for the people out here innovating in the space. So, again, shout out to the good brother Kwame, an innovator in the NFT space for 3D artists um, as a uh, Af- as West African um, and just, you know, brother in the game getting it in. Right. Uh, but my point is, I'm, I'm I'm rambling. I'm talking. You know, I'm just spitting. That one of the quotes here. I'm gonna read because we, you know, we got some talking points up in here. That right. they're saying uh, in 2026, 25 percent of people will spend at least one hour in the metaverse. What I found when I go and survey before we get into the course, because I will we'll dive deep into the course. You gave a little bit about you. You know, a brother who's impacting the community in a real way. Uh, I also talk about the beautiful thing you did while we were a part of the actual uh, sessions, how your NFT project is actually being used to fund scholarships for people within your community program. So it's like people don't realize how you can really make this stuff be paid for. It's not just like a pure capitalism grab, even though that's obviously an aspect of it because capitalism is every part of every aspect of our lives. But if that's the case, that 25% of people, not a lot, that's not a lot of market share, but that's better than whatever it is right now. 6%, 7% of the market of people are using the metaverse. What have you found being in the space, you know, having your Oculus, being in the game, what have you found is like changing right now as the metaverse is at its, not its peak, but it's at its like fever pitch. What's changing in, in just being a user? Let's get into that for a little bit. Then we'll get into yeah. kind of as a creator, you as a content creator. The quality of the experience, you know what I mean? Um, Meta with the Oculus has changed the game. They created a, a affordable hardware that allows you to go in and essentially have a virtual app store um, that includes one of their main moves, which is Horizon Worlds, right? If you go in there and realize how seamless it is, meaning like you don't need any extra headphones to hear somebody. You feel like they're in the same room as you. If you move around, you can like, you can get different places quickly and talk to different people from all over the world. And then that's only one aspect of it. Like that, that experience becomes something that's attractive. I think folks who haven't experienced the VR headset, especially Oculus Quest 2, just don't see the plug. They don't see the, the end move. But once you see that and you kind of backtrack to NFTs and crypto, you'll see the bridge. You'll see how important it is. And the story I tell is, when I first went in, I was going to, a, I was trying to see um, the Dalai Lama doing a speech, a speech in the okay. Horizon region. Okay. When I went in there, there's a white Oculus running from one side of the room to the next side of the room. It's like this hallway. And I'm thinking it's a default thing. I'm thinking everybody sees this thing, right? So I go past that guy. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's going to be a computer. I go into the room we're watching stuff in, the Dalai Lama in, and another avatar comes to me. It's a bunch of us. One comes to me. My mind is still trying to process like, is this person talking to me? Is like, am I hearing somebody who's a real person? Once I catch on, I feel like a newbie. Because I'm like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. He's asking me if I'm on mute. I just left him alone. So I leave him. Mm-hmm. I go back to another room. And when I see this full room, there's other avatars. And I hear teenage voices. So I'm like, let me ask these kids how to do this thing. When I go up to them, man, they're like, hey, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, you got the baldy. And they were referencing my avatar. They were saying like, yo, you look like you ain't even meant to your avatar. And in that moment, I realized that all the social constructs that we care about in the real world will still matter in the virtual world. The fact that I have to still represent myself means that I'm going to try to see what 
assets can make me feel like the best version of me in here. And for folks who don't like the best the version of themselves in the real world, they're going to go in there and go even crazier about that. Meaning that I can sell digital clothes, virtual clothes, no matter how crazy it sounds. I can sell virtual homes. I can create virtual events. I can stunt and show off to people throughout the whole world by creating a virtual world and horizon worlds, right? So because of that understanding, it helped me kind of bridge the gap. And it, it made my mind figure out how to get beyond the concept of, you know, me trying to spend, spend money on things virtually. Because once you get past that, you say, okay, now it's not why is this happening. It's like, how can I utilize this to benefit whatever I'm trying to do? whether it's helping my community, helping my business, um, meeting new people and having new experiences, right? So that's that's kind of what I see changing, that experience with the headset, the hardware is getting more attractive. And if you got that, you, you can see the end game. Okay, fire, heat. So again, what I think that a lot of people will find it hard to really grasp until you get in this space, until you're here, ah, iPad, iPad iPad down until you're in this space until you like got the goggles on until you got them, them shits over your eyes. You can't really digest what it is, is really happening in the space. You're kind of like only getting, it's like, they say like, you can't be told with the matrix, you know, you know, the, the catch line, even though the matrix was pretty, we get bad, deep on here, man. pretty bad. I mean, that's what we do. That is what we do. That's what we do. We digital good times, man. Uh, but it's, it's, it's important to understand what it is. So if you can, you know, this is not to say, you know, we're not endorsing or saying go purchase this, go purchase that. Not at one all. of the things that uh, was great and one of the things he's going to speak to, we get into the recipe, which is now going to be kind of our main subject is the course, why, you, what made you develop it, what it's about, what it gets into and why people should check it out. And then also the affiliate aspect, which is super cool. And one of the things we're, we're going to be promoting within the DigiTribe, within the uh, Digi, Digital Good Times community is this affiliate concept of how we can all share, eat, collective work responsibility, right. uh, you know, all of that vibe. So um, I forgot what I was saying. I went down a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm talking about, I had a point I was going to. The course? Make. Yeah, but well, before the course. It was something I was going to say before the course about you. But um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Close the flow. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But basically, I believe that it's, this 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 work is important. Oh oh yeah, like um, one of the things that we experienced in the course is you actually taking us through an Oculus experience. Now you can go on Google and find that. You know you can go on Twitch, which has a lot of incredible stuff content on there. People playing and using the Oculus, but it's different when somebody's doing it live in front of you and it's somebody that you are you know or at least you have a familiarity with and you understand the vantage point they're coming yeah. from with it being a community based particularly right. the black community, black and brown community-based uh, perspective, right? Which was, was something that you brought that's very unique to the table. So let's get into the recipe. Why right. do we need it? Why? It's like, why Why do we need it now? You know, right. we could, I can wait six months. Like, can we wait? Why do we need this, this kind of content and this kind of education right now? Yo, bro. So my man hit me up the other day and he was like going through history and kind of seeing all the different points of evolution and realized that we were exploited. I mean, we noticed, but he just kept, you know, he was referencing it. Like we got exploited every time. Mm -hmm. And I think a major part of that is because we just don't know. You know what I mean? That education piece is, is hidden from us purposely so that we can't utilize it to our advantage. Um, so I think at the forefront of this whole thing, even if you don't like it, 
don't use it as an excuse not to learn it. Like learn about the technology, right? So that you can see how you want or don't want to engage with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the difference, right? Giving us that choice. And I think the earlier you do it, the more advantage you have when you make that decision for yourself. If you wait until it's already something built, the infrastructure is built, folks have several collections and they're integrated to the metaverse, and now you're questioning why you're not benefiting from it. It's because in this moment, when you had the opportunity to, you know, you didn't take it and you have to be a pioneer. Like we, we always hear the stories about how these, these companies go from garages to Wall Street and it's like, this is the garage moment. You know what I mean? So take the chance, especially if you can afford to. Um, and, and I'm not saying take a chance for money. I'm saying take a chance and learn it. You know what I mean? If you've got the time, rather than Netflix for a week, just dive in. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I just urge people to do that because I see the potential especially with the, the technology. And I'm not going to dive into the particulars of it, but having cr creative control over our work is a game changer. Mm. Having uh, ownership over our work is a game changer. So oh. if we can do oh. that. <laughs> I, got, I got sound effects that, that you can't hear, but it's clapping. It's me clapping because <laughs> we had to pause for the cause for that. We had to pause for the cause for that because that's real. You know what I mean? And I got one more. <laughs> I said, you got to say that one more time. Say what you just said one more time, man, for the people. I'm serious, man. Ha having creative control over our stuff, over our creativity, it's a game changer. It is. So if we in, can, in if we can do that, I'm going to forget, bro. No, no. I said it's in-game. It's, it's like that's the that's the Web3, which is another subject for another time. We have right, another episode right. we'll be doing on Web3. It's right. a much larger subject than just NFT because it has, right. has a much larger reaching concept. Right. But off the branch of Web3 is NFT, of course, the pretty right. much the biggest cheerleader of it. And essentially, I want you, as you, again, you were about to get into as we dive deeper into the course, like it right. says here in this talking point that $1 trillion could be generated uh, in the next several years on digital real estate, right? right. So why, you know, take us through, how would you, if I'm somebody that wants to get into the metaverse, how would your course the recipe helped me get started and get an understanding to say, okay, now I'm ready to purchase and get into digital real estate in the metaverse. Right. So I go step-by-step step through how we can, you know, why, first of all, why this matters and then how it can happen. Right. And the course is ever growing. So I start with the PDFs. Now I'm updating it with uh, audio. So you have different ways of learning it. And I think this, you know, the audio version specifically will allow you to just kind of get a better yes. feel. You hear the passion, you hear the understanding, you hear the, you know, something that incentivizes you through the, um, through the voice that tells you, okay, this is, this is a now thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think the course will definitely, uh, hopefully inspire people to get involved. Um, and then, like you said earlier, just having the video concepts, when I um, do that later, like the video recording of the Horizon Worlds are uh, us in, you know, Central Land and all these other metaverses being built, that's gonna come later. So um, definitely wanna make sure that it's as many different angles as possible that kind of show you how to get involved and why you should get involved. But I think one trillion is even underselling it. I think this is something that is way bigger. This might sound wild, man, but it's bigger than real real estate. I think you should have real real estate, but I think having virtual real estate would be more lucrative than actual real estate. And if you just yeah. think about the idea, right? Like yeah. social media, if you have a if you have a strong bit on social media, you can sell out something like this. So imagine having a, a popping area in, in, in sandbox, you know, a, a dope world in horizon worlds. The monetization goes beyond what we can believe because there's people coming from all over the world, not limited to a pandemic, a location. Nice 
how they feel. Like you literally just be in your crib and go to an experience and spend money. And they're gonna make it so seamless. Like commerce on social media is easy now. You're spending money like it's nothing. Imagine virtual world, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I could go on a rant, but you know, the ad dollars alone could be crazy. So I just think if you're an entrepreneur, cause I'm not expecting everybody to have the mentality, right? I think if you're an entrepreneur though, you see the play. And you see how, you know, this can benefit whatever you're already doing. So you don't have to pivot into this like wholeheartedly. You can just say, how do I add this to my business model, right? How can I have, like, you got digital, right? So how do you have that as a virtual experience, right? And what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? So everybody needs to go through that process with themselves. Um, and then if you really are about it, you know, we're, we're purchasing land actively. You can come purchase with us. I don't think everybody should take the risk of spending thousands of dollars on their own. Um, but if you got it for yourself, you know, I would say, you know, I wouldn't be mad at somebody who did that. I think people who, there are people who are like, yo, why are you doing that? And questioning the pioneers. But it's like, if you can risk it, man, this is such yeah. a great moment, you know, to be a part of. And, and you said it, you said it best. It's, it's for those, you know, what is it? The fortune favors the bold and all of that. All right. of the, yeah, all of that good shit they say, right? <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, but it's real. The, the, this is really an opportunity. One of the things that I'll speak to as we wind down right. and, and, and kind of bring it to the to a close is that I experienced the course. So I want to talk. That's one of the first reasons why I'm bringing this to the Digi Tribe community, uh, bringing it to the Digital Good Time space is that me, myself, as an instructional designer, as a technical instructor and educator for over like 12, 13 years, I experienced your course and was inspired by how well made it was, A, the execution of it and succinct it was because the one thing people have issues with is breaking stuff down for all levels. People can make stuff complex. They can make it super intricate, but to be able to make it so it's like middle of the road and baseline for people, it's right. not easy. Not a, it's not an easy thing. So I want to give you props on my platform. Uh, I gave it to you in your space, but I'm giving it on my platform uh, because it, it's crucial. And that's one of the things I, I, I like that you said you're going to be adding the video and audio because that's what made it so impactful was right. you speaking through passionately, but also in a way that's informative as far as what's going on with the NFTs, talked about the crypto, uh, crypto punks, talked about the board ape, which we talked about a little bit earlier in the segment uh, previously, uh, but how that's going crazy and why that inspired you to get into uh, building in the uh, NFT space and why the black owned NFT collection that you're creating is, um, is is being inspired by a lot of these movements. Uh, but one of the things that I saw was in your community of people that was in not only the Zoom, but in the Discord is being inspired to learn. So that's the other thing, too, about this teachable platform. So it's another plug for the course, which is the recipe. So we'll be make it plain. That's why I like to make it plain to people. Like, this is not a sponsorship. This is more of a collaboration. But this right. is you me and us wanting us to invest in each other and invest in ourselves. So the course is a hundred bucks, but guess what? You bought, you purchased the course, then you can be made an affiliate via the good brother Earl. And when you be made an affiliate, you can then get $50 per person. You get to purchase the course using the affiliate link. So if any of y'all, which we want, uh, really met, enjoys what we're saying really is like, man, you know what? I've been wanting to get into it and I've been wanting to find something that made sense to me. This is it. I'm telling you, this is the course, right? right. It's, by the end of it, you're going to understand the metaverse. You're going to understand, understand NFTs. You're going to know how to purchase, how to create, do all of that stuff. Because with the platform Teachable, and this is a plug for his recipe course, also a plug for future uh, Digi Good School, a.k.a. Digi Training coming soon. 
Very, very soon, y'all. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on in in our future segment. Uh, But Teachable Platform is so unique that it's essentially a learning management software. It's a LMS. It's kind of my wheelhouse here. And it's a platform that allows you to be self-paced through your own education. So he took us through this course, and then he wrapped it up into this Teachable space. Uh, But the affiliate program allows it to be like, okay, you didn't even, nobody, you didn't even, you all, you get this affiliate link, you, you purchase the course, you get the affiliate link, you can make money off of this NFT education, and you didn't even have to do a dime of work, you have to do a day of work. So right. this is a passive income you could generate, but then B, you're circulating the dollars within our own internal communities, a brother right. who's doing real community work, which I mentioned, by the way, in the course, and by the end of his course, because it was, again, a four-week four, four week course, uh, I, right. I believe, yeah. uh, at the end of it, you got uh somebody to purchase an nft collection from from your own space that is going to go benefit and be creating and generating scholarships for some young people and um i want you i'll let you speak to that in a minute but the point is that this is how we circulate dollars not even talking about the cryptocurrency exchange and being in that space and being able to have more control over your dollars and your finances we're talking about being able to make this stuff fluid in real time you know what right. I mean? And that's one of the reasons why I believe in this Black-owned NFT uh, space, the platform. I see people in there being educated in the Discord. Uh, so, again, we'll talk about and share some of those links. Those are going to be all available in the uh, episode description on the YouTube as well as on the, the podcast uh, link space. Uh, right. But, yeah, talk about, like, you know, what what what's your end goal with the Black-owned NFT? What are you planning to do with this besides just the coursework and your collection? Yeah, man, I know we are tight on time, so I'm trying to make it brief, but um, the, the goal is to make sure that we are collective in, in ownership and in learning, right? So if we could come together, and I know a lot of people you know, that I know don't have thousands of dollars, we can come together and say, you know what, let's put together money and purchase this plot of land, uh, these parcels of land, and then build whatever we want to build. That's a lot more effective than us trying to do it by ourselves or missing opportunity because we're trying to be alone in this, right? So I think that's the that's the goal. Um, if we can get several properties this year, you know, I would be proud. And I think that leads to a level of community that we don't see a lot, right? So if we can use this whole movement as an excuse to just be more organized in this next phase of development, I think that goes beyond just black and NFT. I think it, it trickles into whatever you do in this next phase in Web3, whether you create your own world. Uh, you know, whatever it is, create your own DAO. And I'm sure you talked about that before, but you know, there are different things we can do once we're on the same page. So Black on NFT is just an excuse to be on the same page, right? Let's mm-hmm. let's use this moment to go into this next era um, in the right way and not let other communities do it um, and then complain that they're, you know, they're doing it and keeping us out of the loop. Wow. That's a perfect way to punctuate that. Awesome. Yeah. Really, really real, real deal. <laughs> because yeah, man, like that's yeah, that's a that's almost a, a beautiful way to end the segment. Uh, my final take would be that again, the race goes to the swift. You already noticed one thing we talk about in the previous segment is that this new executive order from Biden is not necessarily a negative thing. It's actually going to force some kind of standardization, not of blockchain and out of Web three and other things like that. Things so that what happened with the crypto punks, what happened with the board ape, where they're starting to monopolize and how the crypto bros already have the true mob of this already is basically being able to create a little bit of structure so that in the future, there will actually be more stability 
uh, for these pipelines. Because the blockchain is the blockchain. And once you all get a better understanding of Web3, you understand that it's literally a whole different multiverse. It's a whole different set of layers in the Web3 stack. So it can't be the old web. It's not even a way that the government could try to control it in the tradition. It's just, it's not even possible when really people really understand the science and the tech behind it. You can't because Web3 is like seven different layers. So they can control like the main layer, but they can't control like the three layers below. It's essentially allowing us, and I'm getting into my Web3 rant. This is a little sneak preview for the next pod that we are in the driver's seat. We are in the driver's seat right now. All it takes is to have the courage and the will to say that I'm interested. And this course, again, 100 bucks, what comes with it too is if you're like, man, I want somebody that can help me as I'm going through this. People ask me all the time. Yes, I'm learning NFTs. I'm creating coursework too. But like, I'm not always available. When you purchase these courses through Teachable, you get a potential coachable option, but also included within the Brothers and Hilgers is going to give talk about some of his linkage now as we as we sign off uh in a discord is where he does amas and conversations so you join his discord in the black owned nft space you can get advice and get understanding and deal with other people within the community that are actually buying and purchasing land in the metaverse as he talked about in decentraland and these other spaces uh, right. so tell the good people how they can connect with you we're gonna have all this stuff linked but you know, just sharing out anything you want to plug as we uh, as we take it home. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Um, definitely follow the Instagram at Black on NFT. Um, my personal page is uh, at Earl Thomas Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can have the link for the Discord. Um, show for the link for the Teachable too. So outside of that, man, I just want to say, yeah, like we're a small community in a, in a, intentionally, right? I want to make sure that everybody who comes in has the values that we need to keep pushing this, right? And mm-hmm. you know, true to understand, I'm trying to build as a collective. Um, but I, I'm anticipating that we get big real soon. Um, and that we do it in a way that's going to be constructive as we develop into to Web3. So, yeah, join now and, um, you know, be a part of our affiliate challenges, man. We, uh, I'm doing a lot of giveaways. I'm trying to bring yeah. it Give away. Oh, I, I'm a, I hope to be one of them giveaways. This, this, this <laughs> is gonna, I hope to be one of those, my brother. You know what I'm saying? No, like we said, it's reciprocal. Reciprocal reciprocity is the way um, and in a genuine way so that everybody's able to eat. That's really one of the powerful things about Web3. It's something I spoke to a little bit earlier. I talked about some of the stuff that Selection's doing. Man, it's a lot of wild stuff going on in this space. So I really appreciate you, good brother Earl, joining us with Digi Good Times. We're going to have more to come, more collaborations to come. As we said, this is just the start. Um, I'm so glad to see brothers like yourself contributing and putting their heart and their soul into this in a way that isn't, Again, just purely capitalistic based. Of course, you have a business background, right? You you come from this. You understand the financial components of it, but you also right. understand the future proofing of our communities and of our, you know, building generational wealth that these right. things can do and infrastructures that this kind of stuff can do for us. Um, it's kind of like infinite. Again, that multiverse concept. So, yeah, man. We uh, appreciate you for rocking with us. Let me give you a round of applause. Thanks for having me, bro. For rocking with us, you know. Did you good times? You out here, and uh, more to come, man. Thank you, good brother Earl. Now with our final segment in peace, we gonna you know plug love for my nationwide posse. You know what I mean? Let's see, do I got something here for that? You know, it's like poetry. So if they rhyme, no. People wanted to be here. No, that's okay. So you know. Anyways, maybe I'll do Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave with a box of scraps. Tony Stark was able.
ridiculous i'm ridiculous so now we're going to talk about some plugs man um again i want to thank everybody for tuning in as we again iterate you're seeing the evolution of this platform solo dolo but shout out to my brothers again my partners in the digital good times space uh good brother tris good brother jack shout out to she as well man the studio we still when we get back in the studio we get some group interviews going we'll we'll definitely touch base back in that space but i had to I had to I had to iterate, man. Everything is about iteration, right? So this final segment, we're gonna plug, you know, I'm gonna plug the community, plug some things I got going on, plug some things we want y'all to be aware of. Mainly, A, we are growing and expanding, and the only way we can continue to do that is through y'all's energy, support, share, like, and subscribe to Digital Good Times YouTube. Go to the website, it's right here. If you're on the YouTube, you can see it, but it's gonna be linked as well. Digital Good Times, AKA D-I-G-I goodtimes.com. Right on your mobile or your web or whatever, you click on, you see, we actually show it right here in the image. You click in the top right and you can see things like the DigiTribe, which you can easily be able to access links to subscribe to our Facebook group, which is where our energy is really live right now. Again, necessary evils the empire is necessary evils d evils is necessary we got to manifest and manipulate it like neo uh and that's what we're doing more expansive places to come soon uh but we we thriving in there we thriving we got people uh having not only important and potent conversations people being connected with work and jobs uh businesses opportunities atlanta events you know dating events new york la our community is thriving and growing so that's how you can get access to DigiTribe and uh, into our Facebook group, which we definitely need to access. That's where it's happening. That's every day where we're experiencing and talking about what's going down. It is going to be an extension of our Discord coming soon. We'll be able to have even more specialized and focused conversations for people who really about it. So if you're building an NFT space and you're growing and you want to just talk with people that's doing that, that's what the Discord is going to be. Right. If you do it in the metaverse, that's what it's going to be. If you're doing gaming, that's what it's going to be. We're going to be really getting to the work in that discord for real, for real. So work, wait for that to be restructured. And finally, we got our show love, man. You easily show love to us. Pop a donation. Allow us to continue to grow to give you this content. You can PayPal, Square. We got it all. Uh, we love y'all. We want y'all to continue to you know be your best. Manifest yourself in the best way possible because that's what we're doing. Y'all know what it is. It's Digital Good Time. So before we sign off, I want to shout out, again, the, the tribe community, man. I, I have I have names, but next time we'll have names. Because, again, like I said, we're about to be churning these out. You know what I mean? We're about to be churning these out like butter. Uh, I want to make sure that I give props to everybody who has been supporting with this. But we are in expansion mode. So if you like what we're doing, you're like, this is some fly shit. This is some important shit. They're doing something that's for the community. It's community-based, literally community-based and focused. And we are also out here trying to educate and empower people and grow a business too. We're trying to do all of that and then some. And so as I, again, continue to rant, I want to make sure that we understand that if you want to be a part of this easily, you can DM us on our IG, D-I-G-I Good Times, Digi Good Times, or you can email us through our contact on digigoodtimes.com, the website. And we're looking for moderators. We're looking for community managers. We're looking for people that are about what we're about and want to help us grow and also want to be a collaborator and significantly bring in some impact 
to our our needed spaces as creators, black and brown creators, content creators, musicians, artists, you name it. It's our time, man. We got to move. And that's what we talked about again in this segment with the good brother Earl. I want to shout him out before we end. This stuff is lightning. It's light speed champion out here. You got to move. You got to move and not FOMO, but you got to move and understand that the grace goes to the swift and changeable. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ghost. Shout out to Dumoulay, the good brother, MF, one of the greatest, MF Doom, one of the greatest ever. So on that note, thank you for rocking with us. I go by the name of Small Eyes with a Z, Digi Good Times. First new episode from the Black Cave. I, I might come up with another name. I don't know. The Command Center, Command Control. We out here. And uh, let me give you this. Peace and blessings to everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in. We coming back soon. Yes, sir. Yeah.